0: Hey, welcome to Versus Pop Culture. My name is Richard. With me is Hype Man Greg. Hello. <laughs> and Johnny.
1: Can we just lead in with the fact that we are all very excited that according to CDC guidelines, we can now officially podcast all three of us in person?
0: Because we've done that many times before. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's a first time for everything after 12 years.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, one day that will happen. There will come a point where we're all in a room. We all have microphones and we are all talking and it will be good. (laughs) Um, And, and technically that's allowed to happen starting, um, what a week from Thursday, I think. Yep. Um, But uh, I don't think that's going to happen on that Friday or anything like that. Uh, Anyway, let's go ahead and just break the news, make sure we're all clear. We have all received our second vaccine shots. Um, I had a sore arm. Uh, Any complications from you two gentlemen?
2: I had a sore arm and a headache for three days. Still have one.
0: That headache for three days is a little ridiculous. I, I most people don't have uh, complications that go on that long. Okay.
2: Well, anything weird happens, it's usually to me. So yeah, <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> Amy kind of cracked me up because uh, she got hit with like the full, the full blown like one night of awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next day, she felt relatively fine. She was a little tired, and then. Uh, right at like 24 hours. She was like, I have chills and I have a fever and I'm, I'm fatigued and this is terrible. And like, she went to bed and she got up the next morning. She's like, I'm fine now. <laughs> but like, while she was had the chills and the fever and the fatigue going on, she was just like, this is the worst ever. I can't believe it. <laughs> and I was just like, honey, I just want to be really clear. You had to experience one night of that. I went through two weeks of it. So (laughs) let's be real clear. It could be a lot worse, sweetie. And she's like, oh, I know.
1: (laughs) She's like, thankfully, it didn't happen to me. It happened to you. Yeah. Oh, man. No, uh, as far as I go, no, I, um, I went and got the shot at the United Center. And... I walked down the street. I got us dunks coffees and then we went to the gym and did an upper body workout. (laughs) So I probably did the one thing that you probably shouldn't do after getting a vaccination shot. And that is go and work the muscles that have now just been punctured with a needle. Um, I felt a little bit spacey the next day, but nothing, (laughs) nothing that I'm not used to on a regular basis anyway. (laughs) So it was, uh, no, it's a little arm soreness, but like, I didn't have any issue with like range of motion. I could still lift my arm all the way up. There was some swelling. I did notice that like, there was a little bit of like misshapen swelling to my left shoulder, but it was awesome, man. Uh, kind of funny that on the way out from, because they make you wait 15 or 30 minutes based on how you answer some of the questions at the United center. Yeah. And, uh, as I was on my way out, they have like one of those selfie backdrop things where you can go take a picture and be like, I got the vaccine, blah, blah, blah. But the issue is that they put a cardboard cutout of the Chicago mayor, Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> nobody was taking a picture with that cutout. <laughs> like, nobody. Yeah,
0: say, I, I did not remember her being particularly popular.
1: Uh, she initially wasn't, like, terribly received. COVID era has not done her any favors, and she will not be getting another term. <laughs> It's, it's, it's pretty ridiculous because one of the reasons that people like one of the small reasons, I'm sure there's a million small, but like I know last year at the outset of the pandemic, she was telling people stay home. She was shutting down the beaches, shutting down businesses. And then she had the balls to go get a haircut and give a lecture to the city of Chicago from Soldier Field. (laughs) So it was, uh, you know, um, I think the hypocrisy has caught up. And so, yeah, no, there was nobody taking a picture with that cutout. I mean, you would have been better off, like, oddly enough, people are going to know this name. They could have put a cardboard cutout of Andy Dalton up over there, and people may have taken a picture with it.
0: Yeah, Chicago, uh, it's kind of funny, because right now they don't seem to entirely like Andy, Uh, (laughs) but uh, I think they'll grow to like him they they they've got a season of of Dalton mania running wild in front of them.
1: I'm very excited to see the Packers front seven face Andy Dalton. <laughs> Happy feet and interceptions. That's Packers football. Here we go. But no, it's uh we're, you know, it's it's awesome. I love that all three of us have been vaccinated. Um, I know Richard, your wife is vaccinated now as well. Ashley's yep. been vaccinated since January. Cool thing is, it means that we can all get together and, you know, have a good time. Yep.
0: Yes, sir. I'm 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 excited at the prospect. Quite frankly,
1: uh, you know who's not having a good time right now is everybody watching Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, I'm
0: I'm making a face. You can't see it because I don't have a camera on me right now, but I am having a good time. And I watched Falcon and winter soldier.
1: Did, did you watch the most recent episode? I did. (laughs) Remember the scene in Deadpool two where like all the new recruits like die in really horrific, horrific ways. And Deadpool's only response is, Oh my God. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, That's how I ended this episode this week. Of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't want to do spoilers. Where do you rank this on the first because this is a fourth episode, right? Yes. Where do you rank episode four with the rest?
0: That is an interesting question. Um mm, they've gotten a lot a lot more into the action of it. Mm-hmm. Um, probably just behind episode three and in front of one and two.
1: Okay, Greg. <clears throat> yep, this is not Wandavision.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: this I is that. this is substantially. I don't think "darker" is the right word. Dark isn't the right word at all. But I mean, even Wandavision, the scene with the witches where they like all died and shriveled up—probably p- not child-friendly. I know, Richard, There's... if your daughter watched it, you'd probably still be staying up with her at night. Eh,
0: I don't think that that scene would have probably had as much impact on her as the scene where, you know, Agatha has the children tethered, choking them as they cry out for their mother. Um, or hmm. the scene, you know, where the children disappear.
1: <laughs> wow, I mean, we're used to that. Um... <laughs>
0: Thanks, Blip. Uh, <laughs> no, she. Uh, I, I I don't know. I I th- this was a darker series of scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, to be completely honest, I'm slightly shocked over the reaction that some people have had to the final scene. Right. Um. Uh, <clears throat> And I'm not sitting here trying to say like, you know, that was a, a clean kill or whatever because <laughs> it it wasn't.
1: I but, thought it was gonna be.
0: <laughs> well, let's be completely clear here. Um ten minutes earlier, the villains were conspiring directly together to kill Captain America.
1: <sighs> we're not gonna call him that. <laughs> That's what they're calling him? Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son is not Captain America. That's as far as I'm going to go with that one.
0: Okay, but he in-universe, he currently is. Whether or, not seen... we, whether or not we agree with it, in-universe, he's currently Captain America.
1: Have you seen Goon 2?
0: I have. I Yeah, and he's a lot better in this than he was in Goon 2.
1: I'll give you that. But he's the same character,
0: <laughs> no, no, he's not,
1: yes, he is come on no.
0: he he is he is the same, in that he's more annoying than he should be <laughs> um...
1: no, without too many spoilers i mean he's he's done a really good job at making sure people are not going to be cheering him on, but it's so interesting to draw the like like the comparison of you know them hanging out in that coffee shop in the one scene and the woman asking for the autograph and he's all smiles and he's all happy meanwhile the whole time he's thinking I'm gonna make a really terrible choice right now and the whole time I'm just thinking of the line it was it's Stanley Tucci right yeah from Captain America yeah played the physician where he's like taps him on the chest and he's like you have to be a good man and like it, it kills me because it's fine to be a good soldier. But Captain America, Steve Rogers, was picked because he was a good person. They did not do that this time.
0: No, and and that's that's the thing is, I mean the the, the dude has won three medals of honor, as he as he point as is pointed out earlier in the series. Mm-hmm. So obviously, he has done things as a good soldier. Um, but I do also understand that, you know, like that last five minutes of the show, again, I'm not going to say was, was like a clean kill or was entirely justified, but I do feel like the vast majority of people, if they were in a similar situation, probably would have done something relatively similar.
1: But and that's the why they're only in that situation because he showed impatience and wouldn't let Sam do what Sam needed to do. Yeah. He he's the cause of all of this, whether he realized it or not. That's the ripple effect, right? Every decision you make is gonna have subsequent actions. So it's I I, I get, yes, he lost potentially his mind a little bit. Ooh. Um but at the same time it was it was his fault that everyone was put in that position in the first place. No, I I mean, it's... um, I loved the Wakanda thread through this. This was like... Man, I I want to talk about all the things, but I want to let people have the opportunity to be able to watch it and not feel like they didn't get a chance to enjoy it the way that we did. Um, Just really cool, like, little nods and not even just, like, little nods. Like, there was was some meaty Wakanda stuff going on here.
0: Well, okay, so let me... um... Let's go ahead and just go into spoilers for a minute. I know Greg doesn't mind spoilers entirely. Um, you, let me set a timer real quick.
1: We're going to do 90 seconds.
0: I, I, I was going to go two minutes, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a timer. Uh, we're just going to do just a, a couple minutes of spoilers because I did have something that I, I wanted to say.
1: You get the spoiler section. I will wait with bated breath.
0: Well, mine won't take a full two, but... One of the things that uh, I kind of noticed as we were watching this was it did seem like... So you have Walker and Lamar, the new Captain America and Battlestar. Um, Walker came to a realization that Lamar never had a chance to come to. Walker realized how outmatched he was and Lamar never had a chance to come to that realization, which is why Lamar ran into the building in front of everybody and ultimately got captured. Yeah. Um, But Walker, when he's sitting there at, you know, the like third or halfway point of the episode, after he just got his ass kicked by the Wakandan guards is sitting there mumbling to himself they weren't even super
1: soldiers.
0: (laughs) And I think he finally came to the realization that the U S government boned him. They took a regular dude and basically put him into a loud costume with a target printed all over it and then handed him another target. And they were like, by the way, you're the new captain America have fun. And he was like, great. And he finally came to the realization that, like, everyone's going to die. Like, he (laughs) is going to be outmatched in almost every fight that he goes into.
1: (laughs) This is Marco Stunt looking at Lance Archer. Everybody is going to die.
0: Yeah, he he was made a superhero, (laughs) but he wasn't given any enhancements. He wasn't given Mm. Stark tech. He was just basically handed a shield and, uh, you know, a little bit of armor and told, have fun. And his sidekick wasn't even given that. He was given some body armor, wasn't even given a helmet.
1: <laughs> Which, if you've watched Starship Troopers, you know. Keep your helmet on.
0: Okay. T- time is up, but... Uh, yeah, I-, I don't know. That, that whole thing, like... I-, I know that the whole exercise of this show was how stupid the U.S. government was being... but I feel like they really kind of went out of their way to drive that point home uh, in this episode.
1: But it's once again, a government organization run by just some generic white dude. That is the cause of all the problems in the Marvel universe again. Hey, but It's no, I'm enjoying it, but I still have some issues with some of the stuff they're doing in the show. And it's, it's my Superman gripe where Superman was never taught how to be a fighter or a soldier. And all of a sudden, the only reason he's getting away with anything is because he's Kryptonian. And then the second that Batman takes that away, he realizes, oh man, I I am nothing without like my genetics because he got his ass kicked. And that's kind of where I'm, like, a little bit annoyed. Because do they go into why this Carly chick knows how to fight?
0: Because she's a
1: super soldier. But that that's not how that works. <laughs> they give well, you a no, serum to, what, like, heighten your senses and your abilities. But if you don't have abilities to begin with, cool, you're just strong.
0: Right, but that's <clears throat> that's kind of the whole point of this to an extent is... Without going into spoilers, we've already passed through spoiler territory. Yeah. Carly and the Flag Smashers have all taken super Soldier serum. Yes. So they are all substantially stronger than literally everyone they're fighting. Because they're not fighting other super soldiers. They're fighting Sam and, well, I guess they are fighting uh, Bucky at this point.
1: And that first sequence with them fighting, I was like, how are, hold on a second. My man is eighty years a super soldier assassin hired gun with God knows what training, but he's struggling with these like <laughs> like street militants. This doesn't it makes no sense. And it's not like the the amount that the 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 people in this show are getting, comparatively speaking, to Bucky or to Steve Rogers is substantially less. So I just, I'm, 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 it's, I'm, I'm having a real tough time digesting this right now. I'm, I'm, I'm suspending disbelief. I'm just trying to enjoy the show, but like it's sticking in my craw enough that like, I'm having a tough time watching it. If only for that reason, the rest of the show is fantastic, but there's some little like nitpicky things that I think if they would address it, I would be like, okay, fine. Moving on.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll kind of see how it ends up. Yeah. Um, I. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still not really digging uh, the way they're portraying the Flag Smashers. Yeah. Because they, I mean, they, they obviously have done bad stuff. Mhm. But it still feels like I'm meant to kind of side with them. And maybe that's just the the way they're showing like a nuanced portrayal of um of the villains and you know in the end as long as it doesn't end with them patting the flag smashers on the shoulder and being like good game guys, you know, didn't really like your methods entirely, but you go ahead and wander off to your own country or whatever.
1: Well, I guess we'll see what's going on. Cause did I read somewhere that this is only a six episode docket for this series?
0: It is. There's only two episodes left.
1: Oh crap. Okay. Interesting. Well, there you go, Greg. There's good news. Less yeah. episodes. <laughs> two more um, weeks. Watch it. Anything else you want to touch on with this week's episode at all?
0: Uh, no, I think I'm good.
1: Awesome. Um, well, we were watching this. Greg, you decided to jump in on something I gave a recommendation for last last week, two weeks ago. Last week, I last, don't last, week, yeah. last week, last week. Yeah, I
2: started watching the uh, "The Food That Built America" show. Was it "Food nice. of America"? So yep. um, I watched the the Pizza Hut Domino's episode. <laughs> it was one of those things like now that they like, put it in the show, like you, you watch it. Um, and like, you kind of get the idea. Like, if you ever had real Italian pizza? It's, you know, it's completely different than what you get from Domino's and pizza hut and all those
1: other places. It's, it's dressed flatbread.
2: Right. It's just <laughs> like, really, what it, but it's because yeah. it, it's based on how good the sauce is and, you know, the type, the quality of cheese that you put on there, if you put cheese on there at all. Um, yeah. But it was just kind of neat how it started in uh, it was Kansas and Michigan. Yep. Like, yep. really? Like those two, those two places? I had to pick <laughs> places that wouldn't have picked those two. But um, <laughs> it was just weird how the story just came together with those two. At the, around the, It was around the same time. I don't remember them having like a time frame. Did they, yeah. Like it's, time reference. They,
1: they don't touch on time period as much with these series. Like they'll tell you the year that like these two gentlemen graduated college and then started a company. Um, did you find that you were rooting more for the guys for Domino's? Cause they felt like the underdogs the whole time though.
2: Um, Kind of. I just, I I just had with, with not knowing the time, if there was happening at the same time, I was just kind of like, that was, the, I was really caught up on that. Like, Hey, you know, I can't do this or uh, these things were done, you know, within weeks of each other or they could have mm-hmm. been done three years apart. So I didn't know if they were telling the story that way, but I did want the Domino, Domino's guys to win because they had a they, like unique problem to work through. Like we have yeah. a small area it's like we gotta serve more to make more money or whatever, and then like, they started delivery. Like that was just a genius move that started for everybody. Like literally, Do-
1: Domino's created delivery. It's crazy <laughs> like, man, which is such a like basic concept, but you don't realize that before that it never happened.
2: Right, so other than like, like milk and some of the other stuff that needed to so be
1: delivered, and the story where like the one brother. Like his cut, he's like, "Oh, you can just keep my car. It's fine. Here's compensate. Here's the compensation for the vehicle to deliver. You're not going to get anything else for the rest of the history of this company." Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? Could you right? imagine? Someone starts a company. You're like, "Oh man, I don't know. I'll, I'll take that buyout of a thousand bucks right now." And then it turns into like a three hundred and eighty million dollar business yearly.
0: Oh, <laughs> yep. that's. I mean, that happened with Apple. Like, everyone talks yeah. about Jobs and Wozniak, but there was a third dude yeah. who got bought out for, like, 50 grand, and his shares now would be worth... Billions. Like, oh, yeah, like $20 billion. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So, it's it's just it's so funny. And I think that there was overlap, because if I recall, the Pizza Hut guys went in to buy out Domino's, right? That was, like, one of the things in the episode. They showed yeah. up. So, I think there was... There might have been, like, a few months in between some of the events, but I do believe pizza hut started first. Domino's came in within a few months. And then there was like that running parallel with very different, different trajectories because pizza hut franchise long before domino's did. Oh yeah. But domino's model with the delivery and everything else. Like it just, you start to see like that graph where like pizza hut's got that nice slow climb, but then delivery starts and domino's just jumps through the roof.
2: Right which is just nuts to see it <clears throat> just to see how it happens. So that's I was I watched that episode and then I was going to watch um uh, the episode 3 the history's website was just funky.
1: Yeah, I feel like they're a little out of order for some reason cuz I think you're that means you're watching season 2. That was season 2, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But cuz it didn't have a lot
2: of um season one in there, I thought. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there was only three episodes fair. of season one. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I started watching, Um, I, I watched the episode with White Castle versus Nathan's, which was last week's new mm. episode. Yep. Um, and that was a little mind-blowing. There's some stuff that I knew previously and had just forgotten, like White Castle originated the hamburger. Like, they literally created the hamburger. Yeah. And, you know, at the time they created it, people were hesitant to eat ground beef. And it's just not that anymore. I mean, like, if you're not a vegan, for the most part, anyone eats ground beef in something or another. Even my wife who ate so much beef as a child that she doesn't really like eating it now. You we went to Costco yesterday and bought a pre-made uh, meatloaf thing that they had.
1: Uh, I'm just seeing. Sorry to interrupt, just while you're on a roll here. It's looking like uh, season one is on Amazon as well. Oh, nice! And it is only three episodes, by the way.
2: Oh, okay. I th- I thought it was, but just they're like weird. they're like
1: an hour and a half long. Like they are not short episodes at all. But I love that. So yeah, just in case anyone else is wondering, like, if you don't want to watch it through the history website, I am seeing that allegedly it is available season one through Amazon as well.
2: Well, that's what I thought was weird is season two was nine episodes and season one was three. I'm like, there's got to be, there's got to be episodes missing. So that's why I was kind (sighs) of put off by. it.
1: I feel like they were testing the waters before and like the response that they got and like the viewership that they're like, oh. Crap! We have to like (laughs) we're gonna have to we're gonna have to come back with something because this is big. So no, it's yeah. Just to kind of touch on what you're saying, Rich, like it's so mind-boggling to see how things were done. Like the Nathan's guy, his competitor was selling. I want to say it was ten cents for a hot dog, and he came in and started charging five. He's like, I can get the volume to make up for the lack of that. Half uh-huh. price, just through volume of sales, and I know my product is better. And like it's, you know, you think of Nathan's hot dogs now, you still think of the contest. Probably first and foremost, most people are like, really. But mm-hmm. like, man, the, the 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 gambling and just it was the wild wild west. And I don't think that the food corporations or like the owners get nearly the credit they deserve and i think that's the point of this series is showing like you know these 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 giants of economics and like business in us history it always goes back to like you know the the big wall street guys or like the construction and that sort of thing but they don't really acknowledge what the food industry has been in the us or its history so it's, it's so cool to see this. And I mean, like, there was trailblazing like you've never seen with these people.
0: Well, so I mean, so,
1: I'm i glad you guys are getting into it, though.
0: I, I mean, I, I've watched quite a few of them prior to this, but yeah. Um, I mean, so White Castle, just to touch on a couple things that it's credited with having. And they didn't invent the hamburger itself, but they invented the hamburger bun. <laughs> as well as... Having the kitchen as an assembly line, and basically, they created modern fast food. Yeah. Like they had a chi- chain wide standardized methods that you just didn't have. So if you went to any White Castle, you were getting the same thing at all White Castles. Yeah. Uh, and with that, like, you know, you you talked about basically the absolute balls that these people had. White Castle at the time, you know, they were coming around in the 20s and 30s. So they were around for the Depression. And that's one of the things that they touched on in that episode was at a time when everything else was going to shit, they yep. were building more.
1: Uh, it's, but... it's funny because some of the first season they touch on that as well. Where like companies like Hershey and Frito and Lay were doing the same thing. Where like they knew that if they didn't do something during like the Depression and the World War, that they were going to go under like every other business. So what they did was they ended up like marketing their products to the U.S. military, <laughs> and yeah. the military picked them up, and so they were able to like. Solidify their revenue source through military funding in order to get through that period. I mean, it was it's 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 something, man. It uh.
0: well, and they and they they talked about the fact that uh, White Castle went as far as to start dropping coupons in newspapers to basically bring home yes. a sack of sliders. What was it, five for ten cents or something like that?
1: <laughs> and they were the first ones to do coupons. Yeah like coupons white castle <laughs> you 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 think about white castle and you're like "Ooh, i'm thinking about the next day and i'm just gonna have to get a new book because i'm sitting on the toilet for nine hours but like they 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 i don't know if they invented the coupon but like they popularized the crap out of it
0: uh, and by the way i will not stand by that white castle slander it's no more than eight hours on the toilet
1: Right. Oh, sorry. This is like the Jim Gaffigan hot pocket pit. It's just like, you know what? I'm going to bypass the middleman. I'm just going to dunk it directly in the toilet.
0: I hadn't <laughs> heard that, but I used to say that about Jets Pizza.
1: <laughs> oh, Greg, the <laughs> one you keep telling me to go get. All right.
0: Oh, I've told you it's real good, but it's real bad. Oh, <laughs> it's real good,
1: though. Yeah. Um, so, Greg, now that you've watched a single episode of it. And now you know that you have access to the first three on Amazon. How likely Mm -hmm. on the Greg scale are you to continue watching the series? Oh, I'll I'll watch it. I mean, it's
2: just one of those things. It was just, I thought I was going to miss episodes. And that's one of those completionists to me. Like if I'm going to watch it, i want to watch all of it. But if I can't watch all of it, I watch none. So,
0: well, (laughs) I, I think the upside to a show like this is that you have the ability to pick and choose what you watch. You know, if yeah. if you get to that episode and you're like, I don't really like um, Domino's and Pizza Hut, I'm not gonna watch this one. Right. Or you get to the episode where, you know, oh wow, I, I really do like, you know, Nathan's hot dogs, or I really do like Hershey's. I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and watch this and see what's happening.
1: The first season, you have to watch it because there is some, they weave some like thread through it with the payoff in the final one, and it's it's. I don't have to. Richard, have you seen season one?
0: I don't believe I watched all of season one. No.
1: So it pretty much culminates with M and M's, with the creation of the M M&M. and M, and when you find out who and what did it and why it's called M M&M, and M. I just—you guys can't see me. I'm pantomiming like my head exploding right now because I was just sitting there and I was like, "Holy shit! How did this happen?" It's—it's it's so good, man. It's—it's it's really good TV. It's really well written. I—I love how informative it is. I don't know how accurate, but low key, one of my other favorite things about this series is that it has given Adam Richmond another job. Oh on TV. yeah without feeling like I'm going to watch this man drop dead. (laughs) So man versus food. I like that he's lending his expertise and it just, he's always felt like an approachable human being. I've heard rumors to the contrary, but that's another discussion. Um, He just, it feels like if one of us was invited on and we had some like information about, you know, what the guy who came up with the Heinz model did, and the way that he was like such a trailblazer for like industry for food. Um, it's just, it's so cool seeing him again because I was even starting to think like, man, whatever happened to like Adam Richmond? Where has he been? You know, man versus food is no longer a thing. Um, he actually has another show
0: as well. Um, and I cannot think of the name of it right now. But he has another show where he goes and learns about food
1: Makes sense because he's very informed in this series and it was just nice to see him back again, but it's, it's pretty wild. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you previously enjoyed it, Richard Gregg. I'm glad that I've given you something that maybe you can watch and not want to strangle me for recommending. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's not like how I feel. I want to strangle the people who wrote Godzilla versus Kong.
0: So you finally had a chance to watch it. What did you
1: overall think? I like the giant monkey. I, I think I can equate this to a penalty shot in hockey. Is that It starts at center ice. It's a one-on-one between the goaltender and the offensive player. He goes in, he gets a free shot on net. This felt like they had a free shot on net. And about halfway to the goaltender and the net, the puck just kind of slides off the stick into the corner.
2: <laughs>
1: and it was right around the moment that I realized that they were going to bring in Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. I wish you guys had told me that so I could like mentally prepared. That was part of, this, part of the fun, though. <sighs> like, Godzilla is. Kind of cool. Makes sense. Like, he can sense Monster Zero, Monster One, whatever the hell they called it from his original film, because the way that they've brought it, I don't know, man. There's so much pseudo science in this. I'm like, what? They're just using this dead dude's brain to power this robot? Oh, to interface. Okay. It? Okay. Interface with it. I mean, yeah. it, okay.
0: to be completely honest, they. It's hard for me to kind of come to grips with the whole thing um, by way of plot. And that's why you really, you have to, you have to turn your brain off.
1: It hurt. It hurts so much. Um, my, I, I wanted to take my brain out and put one of those golf ball washers and just like for like 30 minutes, just scrub my brain because yes. I, I even texted you and I said, what the hell with this like light speed pod travel vehicle that they have between Hong Kong and was it New York? Something like that. I don't know. I Where's Florida. We're like, freaking Florida man. <laughs> um but like so Millie Bobby Brown and the kid from Deadpool 2 get in this pod and there's no seats. There's there's no way to brace their neck or their spine and now it's going over a thousand miles an hour. And I'm like that's not how this works. <laughs> like they'd be dead. <laughs> if they're not secured and they haven't like braced themselves, the second that thing hit cuz it went like 0 to 600 miles an hour in 3 seconds and I don't care how much stabilization technology you have. If that happens and you're standing up, you're no longer standing up. In fact, you're like some weird pate on the back wall. And I just I I I, I messaged you Richard and I was like, "Really?" I am not a physicist, but I feel like I'd have complaints.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And well, what I found kind of interesting was it felt like they had the humans. I mean, well, I shouldn't say felt like the human subplot is there to humanize the movie, to, to give you a reason to care about these two monsters fighting and what happens. But the human subplot was the biggest issue with the movie. Again, because so dumb. all I care about, like, it, it was just like, oh, here's Millie Bobby Brown yelling at the head of this corporation because he's building a robot and Godzilla doesn't like it. So Godzilla is now nuked like two cities because of it. <laughs> and it's just like, OK, um, I'm not entirely sure that makes Godzilla the good guy here. But let's go with it for a minute. And then it's like, oh, wait, nope. There's Godzilla and Kong fighting again. I'm fine. I don't care what else happens.
1: (laughs) I just... I... I Frig, man. I... You know what? I, (laughs) It's just... It's the penalty shot equivalency. That's all I got for you right now. I mean, it was... The prospect of it was exciting, and then it just—they lost the handle. I—I I think I think I think <laughs> I feel like Larry David. All right, I think we're good here. I think we're done. I—I I, I, I don't need more. We're good. We can move on. This is stretched now for sixty years. I think we finally culminated with a film that makes so little sense. It's just a really good like end point. Let's move on. We don't need Godzilla again. We've, we've, we've tried this. They're, they're good Saturday afternoon films. We've said that on this podcast many times. They're great for a Saturday afternoon. If you're like playing a video game or you're reading a book or you have people over and you're kind of having a conversation, but you want something on in the background that you can kind of look and be like, oh, yeah, I remember this part. This is not something I'm going to sit down and be like, man, next time I go back to university, if I'm going to go into like cinema history, I'm probably not researching or bringing this up as a counter or cultural reference point. I don't think it makes the list. Um,
0: well, and I don't think that it was ever going to be a
1: cultural
0: or uh, a reference point. But I did feel like in general that you know, it it did its job. It gave me Godzilla versus Kong. It also gave me the complete uh, underuse of uh, your dude from Friday Night Lights Kyle Chandler, yeah, Kyle Chandler was <laughs> incredibly underused in this movie. Um, and the, I mean, in general, the human subplot, and it, there was so much random stuff in it that was just like all of the Hollow Earth stuff was just out of nowhere. And it, it was, it, it was like they were like, okay, I got a great idea. Let's let's come up with an entirely new set piece that is just really. Interesting visually to look at. Uh, we can't take Godzilla to the moon because it wouldn't make sense. So, um... Hollow Earth.
1: Uh, I don't know. It's it, it did the job it was supposed to. Do. It was the first new film I've gotten to watch since Wonder Woman 84. So, 2021 is batting... Zero for me. <laughs> like, zero. And it's not looking to get any better with the Black Widow film because I'm supposed to care about a character that's already dead. I It doesn't matter how the film ends. I know she dies. I don't um, care.
0: No, I, I said this to you, I think, via text. I You know, we, we talk a lot about the Zack Snyder films and how it felt like there should be more between them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This movie really felt like it needed, like, two more movies before it to introduce all these concepts, like Hollow Earth and all that other stuff.
1: Sign language that apparently Kong just picked up on? Yeah.
0: No, like, and, and by the way, that that first Kong movie, Skull Island, does take place in the 70s. It takes place in, like, 73.
1: Okay. I was... I just... I, I thought for some reason the technology... Not that it matters, because but, it was Captain Marvel, Loki, and... Nick Fury, uh, the Nova, the the Nova Corps and, and, were also there, and
0: Nick Fury. Well, uh,
1: nice.
0: But no, so in, in in all seriousness, like I don't know how you got from 1973 here's Skull Island to Skull Island is covered in like high end LED displays that are creating a, a world for Kong because there is a storm yeah. perpetually raging outside of
1: it. Well, I mean, I'll give him this. Kong has aged well in those 40-some years. Yeah. Um, Coming out of that, Greg, do you want to offer any counterpoint to the criticisms I had? The fights were good. I enjoyed the fight sequences. That's all you really want from this film is some kaiju shit. That's, That's it. That's
2: what I was going to say was stop freaking thinking, man. Just watch the looking movie. It's not designed yeah. to be a masterpiece. What? Like this is a of, Christopher Nolan joint? It's like going to White Castle and expecting a steak. What do you what do
1: you think you're doing? You get I'm, what you get there. I came for Don't the cog review, long. I'm staying for the White Castle slander. Right? <laughs> like that's the
2: whole idea. It's I mean, going into the movie, you know it's not it's going to have plot holes. It's going to be yeah. it's going to have that. You have to suspend disbelief. First of all, it's a giant lizard and a giant gorilla. (laughs) You can't expect things to be realistic, like the Flash, you know, that 10,000 calorie burrito. So, come on now. Just sit down, watch it, turn your brain off, and have fun.
1: But see, we joke, but like, I could legitimately build a 10,000 calorie burrito. I could not build a 100-foot tall monkey.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right, and you also mean, and all of a sudden they had the tech to build a mecha version. All they needed was power from some hollow earth location. Like, come on now. Ain't nobody believed in that crap. Just get the monkey and the gorilla fighting. The Uh, the monkey and the dinosaur.
1: That was... (laughs) Borat would think that's not great. (laughs) <laughs> right. and, and no, you
0: you're you're right, and I think that's the biggest issue was they spent a little too much time on the human subplot and a little too much kind it's of randomness, cheaper. but it's it, i i I will continue to say what I've said. I didn't give a shit about any of that as soon as the as soon as they started fighting as right. soon as I had yeah. Kong Godzilla and Mecha Godzilla on screen together beating the ever living snot out of each other. that's really all that mattered mm-hmm. and it's just like oh oh the rest of this movie didn't make a whole lot of sense but this is really pretty
1: <sighs> right uh, it's I even if it's on Saturday afternoons I, I'll watch Godzilla the first film I will not watch this one again. it's
0: if it, I, 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 I think know. it depends on where I would turn it on at. If it's like one of those Saturday afternoons and I see Godzilla versus Kong on and it's a half hour in and it's starting that first battle on the aircraft carrier.
1: Yeah, I'll watch that again and then turn it off.
0: Yeah, I'm probably going to turn it on. I'm probably going to get sucked in and I'm probably going to watch the rest of it. But if I turn it on and it's at the beginning <laughs> and I have Eric, the vampire explaining hollow earth to some random dude, I'm going to be like, oh, Uh Maybe I'll check back on this later.
1: There's there's many other things I want to complain about, but I feel like again this is this is a dead horse. Um, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Don't expect to feel good about watching it, but it's fun. I'll give it right. that.
0: It's it was fun. It's not high art, and there are enough plot holes to sink a ship. But you get to watch Godzilla and Kong beat snot out of each other over and over again, and that's
1: all that matters. There was enough plot holes. I could have called this a Christopher Nolan film. Hey, um, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, what else do we have? What else is really going on? I know this week coming up is going to be a little bit different. You guys get to go back to your roots and not have me on the podcast.
0: Yeah, we have not discussed who will be your replacement for the week yet.
1: Enjoy the enjoy the record listens. <laughs>
0: <sighs>
2: well, Ashley's gonna be on vacation with you, so we can't pull that one. <laughs> there
1: you go. See if uh see see if Bobst wants to hop in. Then you guys can talk about coach for an hour. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I do not understand this Craig T Nelson slander
1: really? Do you want me to draw a picture? Because I'd love to. I did a wonderful rendition of my middle finger the one day.
0: It's like you haven't (laughs) even seen The
1: Incredibles. That's an odd choice of title for that film, but yeah, sure. Go on. (sighs) (laughs) Um, No. Other news is that we did manage to Ashley got me tickets to the marvel exhibit here at the science museum in chicago so we will be going to see that on i want to say it's may 5th nice. i'm excited to give you guys a review of said exhibit and provide some photos to our social media nice so we'll 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 have something else to talk about in the early in the month of may it's i'm very excited and if Ashley was on here right now, I'd be remiss if she didn't say, you just want to go so that you can kiss Ben Grimm, because apparently that's my brand now. But it'll, uh, it'll be fun. We're both looking forward to it. I think we're both excited for it. We're, we're more excited for that than we are for Black Widow.
0: Yeah, okay, I can see that.
1: <laughs> uh, anything else, Greg? Anything going on with streaming gaming? Any any new developments? Not
2: really. Uh, everything's pretty quiet of, right now. Yeah, everything's kind of quiet. There's some Call of Duty stuff going on, but nobody's watching that. I mean, there are people, but I'm not. So, <laughs> but yeah, not much.
1: Little little bit thin. We're a little bit yeah. thin. We need we we need content and until Greg starts watching Falcon and winter soldier, we're going to be scuffling along just to find a few things, but we'll, uh...
0: <laughs> I like how we're like, until Greg starts watching the show that ends in two weeks,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm that'll sure. give us another week to transition between Falcon and winter soldier and Loki, which I'm sure he's going to watch. I'm, I'm going to watch that one. Uh, you I'm know... going to watch
0: the,
2: watch the first episode. And if it gets me, I'll watch the, watch it every week. It know... doesn't. I'll wait.
0: Loki doesn't actually come out till June.
2: Then okay. I'll wait till June.
1: Worth it. <laughs> in the meantime, Richard, you get to watch some good Reds baseball. Greg, you get to wonder why we're still watching baseball while enjoying soccer, and mm-hmm. I will get to enjoy seeing my first ball game in Denver in 6 days.
2: Yep. You're going to like it. I love Denver. It's my second favorite city behind Vegas.
1: And if you want to get a hold of Greg and tell him why Vegas is better than Colorado, how could they get a hold of you for that?
2: At Roe Gregory.
1: And if you want to get a hold of Richard and tell him how trash White Castle actually is. Oh, you're Richard, terrible. how could they do that? At uh, Richard versus... <laughs> And if you want to get a hold of me to tell me why Domino's is the best, just kidding. I already know you can get a hold of me through our podcast handle at versus podcast with the underscore. And if you happen to like the show, there's a little button says subscribe when you're downloading it instead of going in and manually doing it. We're going to save you time. Hit the subscribe button. You'll get it. Wonderful, sweet, fantastic, nerdy diatribes and conversation. And when you want to listen to the show because there's someone other than us three that's going to be on it, it'll just automatically be there. You have to do no work. You can just hit play. So, go ahead. Hit subscribe. Get a hold of us. How can they find our Instagram? What's our handle, Richard?
0: Uh, versus Podcast.
1: <laughs> hold on. Uh, the best part about this is that Richard's wife is handling versus all this wonderful content. Versus Pop Culture podcast. There we go.
0: (laughs) And and there has Uh, definitely been an uptick in our post, but she's actually taken a bit of a break because she's been on grand jury duty. Oh, shoot.
1: Well, we both, all three of us appreciate her substantial efforts in assisting us in our online presence. And if there's anything else you guys want to touch on, if there isn't Richard,
0: uh, have a good weekend.
1: Tones. <laughs>